Bonne nuit. It literally just came through my end as <laughs> That's how French sounds to most people. Okay. JJ. Oh, I feel like when you speak French, you just sort of have to drop the end syllable of every word. So it's like bala and just You're, like never never I'm, pronounce a T. I'm a bala. Exactly. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. He's a bala. Half the letters wanna, are silent. Yeah. You want to go to the buffer? <clears throat> Fair point. You want me to just lay this thing down and hit you guys with all sorts of random stuff you don't know what's coming? Yeah, so sure I got a list. It's ready we to can, go. Either way, you can hit us with a list or we can roll with the punches. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's jam. Ah oh, man, Cowboy Bebop is so good. I know, but if man. I go any further, we're gonna get sued on this episode two two five of We Were Gamers. The main pod is back. It's a new week. Michael, hey everybody, you've returned. I am back. Thank you. Guess for... who's back? <laughs> back again. <laughs> All right, stop, stop. We're going to get sued again. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, uh, I hope you had a nice uh, holiday week, everybody. The horrendous air quality has meant we probably have a lot of things to talk about that are inside. Boy, howdy. Yeah, we do. Uh, serious thoughts to everybody that's directly affected by the wildfires. I don't mean to make light of it, but some days you just have to laugh. Thoughts to everyone indirectly affected by the wildfires, even because you can't like no one in the state can go outside, man. It's getting pretty much pretty bad sometimes, although it has been relatively okay where I am today. Mm hmm. Who knows about tomorrow? Yeah, they're saying ours should hopefully clear up by the end of the week. But that'll be two weeks that we've basically been stuck inside because of smoke. Just smoke. Yeah, for a fire that's not even near us. I mean, fortunately for us, just smoke. Yeah. Well, boy. Well, um, you know what? We're going to do it in this order. JJ. Hello. I know you've been busy with something I've wanted to hear about for two weeks, and we haven't managed to squeeze it into the pod, so we're doing it first. It's me. Yes. What? What is it? I'm confused. Lay out how you controlled your last week. Oh, man. You guys, I played so much Control. (laughs) Uh, I guess, to be clear, this is the Control Ultimate Edition, which came out at some point on Steam recently. Uh, Yep. I think it was out on the Epic Games Store before that, maybe? Exclusive? Or one of those timed exclusives or something? I think the... Okay, so I think what happened is Control, the game, came out on the Epic Games Store when it debuted on (laughs) console. I just realized uh, how confusing this is, considering uh, the Star Trek episodes I've been watching. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're going to... Uh, folks who are watching the subspace transmissions subpod, uh, worry not. <laughs> uh, this is something completely else I'm talking about. The video game control. Uh, it came out on consoles and PC. 
I believe it was an Epic Games Store exclusive at that point. And recently, the Control Ultimate Edition has released. Sweet. Uh, which, which I believe includes all the DLC uh, that exists for that game. There are two relatively sizable pieces of content, and that's included in there for free. And it came out at uh, $40 and then was like immediately on sale for like 20 to 25% off. I was like, well, this feels like the price I would pay for what used to be a $60 game. Yeah, why not? Nice. Well, let me tell you why not. Oh, no. Uh, what kind of hardware you think you have in your computer these days? Is it good? No. Well, apparently it's not good. Part of the news <laughs> uh, is... Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we, it, we'll talk, let's talk about that when we get to that. Yeah. I'm talking about stuff that's out now. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, my computer has been brought to its knees by this <laughs> game. <laughs> well, you have Crippled. a 1070 also, right? Yes, I do. Overclocked like mine? Uh oh well so uh we could talk about that a little bit real quick. Uh the game crashes when I overclock my my GPU. But, uh-huh. Cool. It just straight up crashes all the time. I removed the I I removed the overclock I had done and okay. downclocked it to the factory overclock that comes when I bought the card. It still crashes? No. What? And then I lowered it to the base reference speed of the GPU, and then it ran fine. I'm going to ask the dumb question, which is, all your drivers are up to date. Absolutely, they are, yeah. How can the factory overclock be too much? I don't know. I I found this on a random message board. It was the only thing that stopped the crashing. How much sighing can I do in one breath? Uh, You know, it doesn't matter, though, because uh, here's what happens when I play this game, right? I try to get as many set. So here's the thing, right? Like I have a high frame rate monitor, right? So sure. it's like 120 hertz mm-hmm. uh, up to 144 if I want that. Yay. Because uh, yours uh, is uh, a BenQ. BenQ with, with some, with the some numbers and letters after it. Things that make no, it does not. Unstable. It does not have G-Sync. Oh, interesting. It has. It is um, what the other one is. It has the AMD one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, which means it can kind of do G-Sync stuff, but not always. Sure. So I don't see a ton of screen tearing, right? Isn't That's not the issue. Okay. The issue is that I can't get 60 frames. <laughs> you just can't. The The game can will, like, 30? if I... Oh, yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. Uh, unless I turn ray tracing on, and then maybe I can get 20. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, ray tracing. So this game, when you start it, it pops up a launcher and says play DX11 or play DX12, right? DirectX11 or DirectX12, which are like two different graphics APIs. Uh, underneath the launcher in like small font, it says, hey, most users should probably play DX11, although ray tracing is only available in DX12. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this DX12 thing. Then. It's supposed to be cool. Let's look at it. I turn ray tracing on and I drop 30 frames instantly. <laughs> Oof. Even like the base ray tracing features. I'm looking at that. So I'm I pulled up the Steam Store page, JJ, and I'm looking at their recommended graphics settings. No, uh-huh. they say the recommendation is a 1060, unless you are turning on ray tracing, in which case they recommend a 2060. Yeah. So the 20 series cards are the ones that apparently have hardware built in to do this ray tracing stuff. Otherwise, okay. it all goes through your GPU and murders your frame rate. So uh, I'm like, all right, we'll turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, so ten, I, even a 1060 yeah. is not cheap. 
No, no, of course. Uh, the 1060 is the like budget level of the 10 series cards, right? The 60s are kind uh, of No, well, so the, the budget end. level of the gaming level of cards cuz there's like yes, 1040s yes. for laptops and stuff. Right, sorry. I'm talking about ones that you would buy as a discrete GPU for gaming right. stuff. Right. So 1060 yeah. is like your entry to the gaming world right. currently. And yeah, it's not cheap, right? And even if you do that, if you go into the options menu and render it at, you know, whatever the max speed of your you know, so the inst- the problem here is that high frame rate, right? If I want to get 60, I can get 60, but I have to turn some effects down. You know what's Which is cra- okay. You know, I-, I can turn down the, like, you know, screen space ambient occlusion from high to medium and, like, some of all these other settings and bring them down a little bit. And it's not a problem. And the game still looks really good. But then I made a mistake and I went and looked at a screenshot of what it looks like with all that stuff on. Oh my. <laughs> does it look no. does it look amazing? Oh. You guys, the ray tracing stuff is serious and unbelievably cool. <laughs> okay, so wow. I, I cannot believe how fast we've gone in a complete circle, maybe, or like a Well, so I we're I'm like at a two seventy to... here where yeah, where yeah. like you remember when the nine seventies were out, and you and I were and on nine seventies for like five, years, and we had them for right? like four or five years. The ten seventies came out, and they were murdering graphics on games. There was no chance you needed anything more than a ten seventy. A ten eighty was like you're wasting your money. There's no reason to have a ten eighty. And the twenty series cards came out, and they were like, yeah, this ray tracing stuff's going to be a big deal. So we built it into the cards, and both of us scoffed and said, Pfft. well, but. All, <laughs> which is true, but also the like in terms of the performance, the twenty seventy is not that much better no, than the ten seventy. Absolutely, that's that was the next thing I was gonna say. And we, that's the we thing, sat there right? Pouring over, this is like a it miniature like, component like, class like we're having right 25%, now. Twenty five percent. It's like twenty five percent better than not the ten seventy. Right? Even not even if you're just comparing straight pull through of games at the time, like a crisis. Yeah was five frames better maybe which is like 10 percent, right yeah. and and so the thing is that when you start incorporating some of these more advanced graphics features uh all of a sudden it pulls ahead by 50 percent. <laughs> well and so wow. i'm amazed by here is this turn that we've started to make i've heard this with one or two other games and now that you're telling me with control is someone just opened the faucet and they were like they want more mm-hmm. graphics turn it well, all so, the way on and, and so here's the thing right uh, and we'll talk about this when we get to the news. Don't buy the 2070. Unless you can get it on eBay for like hella cheap by like undercutting someone or something. Buy someone's used one for like 200 bucks or something. Okay, sure. But like if you're going to get one of these, you should just wait. If you're going to spend money on a graphics card, spend money on the $500 one that's going to be the 3070 that's going to murder yeah. these current cards. Yeah. Like the 3070, if those numbers Nvidia posted are true, is going to be like three oh, yeah. x the performance. We'll, we'll, to, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. But anyway, uh, all right. So be, let's talk about that'll be component game. class part two of the end of this episode. Let's talk about the game. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I want to hear about this. So, did y'all y'all ever watch the X Files growing up? Loved it. Mm-hmm. I was Re- rewatched I was a pretty it as an adult. Fan. I have not rewatched it in a long time. So Michael I don't know if it's up or not. Michael and I watched that new version of that. The the uh, most recent we season. did. Uh, and there were a handful of good episodes in it and a lot of filler, but yeah. the good episodes so, were really good. So this uh, this game starts, you are Jesse Faden, 
uh, and you walk into the Federal Bureau of Control, uh, which takes place in like a giant nondescript government building. You walk into the lobby, it's completely empty, and you're like, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesse seems to have something going on with her where she's like kind of talking to someone. You're not clear if she's like narrating the story or she's talking to you, the player, or like what's going on there, really. Um, a mystery kind of unfolds with that, and I'm not really going to tell you too much. But this game does like some really, really cool stuff around like the supernatural, paranormal things, like what is and isn't real, and like just like mundane government bureaucracy that's like meant to keep lid on all this stuff, right? This is the bureau that's in charge of strapping down the the ESP, not let not letting you find out that there are actually beings from other dimensions, not letting you know that like the um the alien landing at Roswell okay, was so caused not by it, an alien, keeping, but by some yeah, crazy guy okay, levitating a spaceship. And what makes this not men there. in black? Uh, because the name of it is Control. Okay, got it. <laughs> uh, but the uh, the the bureau, right? The, the the Federal Bureau of Control is run by the director, right? That's this. Uh, you very quickly learn that the current director is dead. Uh, this is like within the first five minutes of the game. Uh, and you, as you walk into the director's office, uh, you find him dead. And uh, pick up his gun, and you are appointed the new director now. Okay. Uh, because you were able to pick the gun up. Yeah, right? you got his gat. Uh, and the gun is this, like, shape-shifting, amorphous series of cubes that, like, reforms itself into various types of weapons throughout the game. Oh, so it's like a little Excalibur uh, it looks like thing. A, it looks like a pistol, but then like the front end of the pistol part reforms itself into shotguns and like a bunch of other weird, like zooming rifles and all kinds of weird stuff. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other stuff that it becomes. It becomes like a Gatling gun, a regular pistol, a shotgun. Yeah. Like a zooming rifle. So this game is what? Yeah. Um, perfect dark meets. It's uh... not a first person. It's a third person game. Okay. Okay. Uh, so tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah. So Tomb Raidery, right? Um, however, as the game goes on, you begin to acquire uh, paranatural or supernatural powers, uh, such as you can levitate items and throw them at people. You can pick up like chunks of rock and use them as a shield in front of you for the bad guys that are shooting at you. Uh, you can do things like mind control the bad guys when they get low on health and have them turn around and shoot, uh, shoot back. Uh, and Meanwhile, Jesse is out there looking for her brother, who she thinks is in this building somewhere. He was taken by the Federal Bureau, so she's here looking for him. That's really as much as the story as I want to go into, because it is so cool, you guys. <laughs> I really like the story in this game. It is like, it, do you guys ever, uh, do you know what SCP is? I know. No. Mm -mm. So I believe it's a, like, online, like, a fan fiction type repository of like a universe of these kinds of like not related, but kind of interesting stories related together about sort of the paranatural supernatural stuff. Okay. And this has like super vibes of like the X files, right? Where like 
everything is kind of a shadowy conspiracy. There's like definitely someone who knows, but it's classified and they can't tell you. And like you pick up reports on the ground and read them. And like every fourth word is black lined out, you know? And in some cases, like, you know, you eventually can read enough reports to like figure out what that black lined out would have been. And it's like something hilarious in some cases where it's like, oh, they blacked out the word bless. (laughs) Why? It's just like, yeah, exactly. Like, there's no rhyme and reason to some of the stuff. It's so weird. Uh, But it's like just so like indicative of like governments and like someone goes, oh, this is important. We got to we definitely got to like black this out. Like the person's address is blacked out. Right. But it says it's like they didn't black out the the city or the state. So it's like, well, you're, I know where this is. There was only one supernatural event in this place. Like, it's not, you know, very silly. Um, and I really enjoy it. And all this, like, you know, you're just running through offices and stuff, you know, going through these uh, these abandoned offices and trying to, like, restore order to uh, the name of the building is called The Oldest House. And it is a building in New York City where the Federal Bureau of Control is based that can't be found unless you're supposed to find it. Man, right? So, you know, no one can see it unless they're meant to see it and then can they can find it. Totally men in black. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. it, it is a very, very cool game. I, I'm the combat is, you know, it's a lot of shooting, obviously. Um, but also, like, I found that picking up, like, levitating the items and throwing them at people is really effective. <laughs> Are the um, physics for that good or are they kind of... Oh, yeah, uh, dude, you can pick up meh. everything. It's like that desk, eventually you can pick up that desk. You can pick up the papers on that desk and they go flying when you pick the desk up. You can rip chunks out of the wall if there's like not an object nearby for you to grab. So you can, there's almost always something you can levitate, right? Sweet. Yeah, it's really, really fun. And then eventually at some point, you know, you get even more crazier powers than being able to levitate stuff. Um. Like shields and like I said, mind controlling and stuff. Uh, it's not terribly hard, I guess I will say. <laughs> I'm not playing on the, the hardest difficulty, but also it's like not that tough. <laughs> uh, I think I'm most of the way through the game and I didn't have too much trouble killing most of the bad guys um, with just like the basic powers and the basic pistol. Uh, using the other guns is fun, um, but like the Gatling gun runs out of ammo super fast and the shotgun obviously has really limited range. And I don't want to be next to that guy because then he can attack me. <laughs> um, and, you know, I mean, like a lot of them also have guns. So at which point, like, you know, where you are, isn't that big of a difference. Maybe if I was, maybe if I had gotten the shield earlier in the game, I would have ended up using it more and then cared more about the shotgun. I don't know. So the, uh, the other thing, this game has like whole powers that you can just miss if you don't do the side quest. It's just there. It's like, yeah, hey, there's a side quest over here. You could do this or not. If you don't do it, you don't get the power. It's fine. You don't need it. Crazy. Sweet. It's good that they don't force you into it. I like that opening. Like, oh, you can get as crazy as you want, but meh. If you don't want to, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was refreshing to be like, oh, this like side quest is actually on the side. I could just not do it and like, continue on with the the rest of the game. So... Uh, this game is super fun, man. I, I really enjoy it. I think the story is good. Um, I, it's all this like, you know, kind of like government bureaucracy of like all the, all the main, you know, the highest ups in, you know, the director is dead and the highest up people are all missing. So like all the underlings don't have classified access to the, like what's going on stuff and they can't lift the lockdown and they can't do all this stuff because they're not, you know, 
like they're not the director well you're the director well but i just got here <laughs> i don't have like <laughs> any of the i don't have the key cards i don't have any of the stuff to do anything in this so like how am i supposed to do it so then sure you know then the game um yeah it, it's it's really really fun i i recommend people check that out but you know maybe be wary and uh turn some of the graphics settings down a bit sweet yeah yeah i've been really enjoying it should we jump right into those cards i think we should jump right into those cards yeah i mean it kind We're of already there. yeah so what we alluded to nvidia and i guess now amd have now announced and this is big for us because yeah we care hey man we we like uh, the pc gaming deals and and the pc gaming mm-hmm. uh new cards New cards in the middle of everything going on. I did not think we would see new cards this year. I thought they would be too backed up, too much delay, too much everything to say, hey, by the time you hear this episode, the GT, the RTX 3080 will be available for purchase. Right. They changed from G to R with the 20 series. Yes, the new architecture. Yeah. And so this is the 3070 and 3080, which come out first. I and believe. 30, no, the 3080 and 3090. Oh, sorry, the, there you go. It's the 3080 and 90 that come out first. And, and the, the 3070 later comes out year. later this year. That's right. Yeah. Which is weird. I guess they they dropped the 60, at least for now. Yeah, I think that's a for now situation. Well, that's my guess anyway. Yeah. That it's a for now situation. Because the it's sort of like they introduced the highest spec ones first, right? The 3090 is like equivalent to like the Titan something it's like fifteen hundred dollars yeah <laughs> so oh, that's man. you know that's a little out of our price range i think here on this podcast i still you know yeah. we often have this advice which is don't overbuy but comparing the architecture of these cards versus the 10 series cards yeah, i feel like kind of a no-brainer i think we're stepping out of our comfort zone on the 70 series you and i here at least and moving into 80s well Those, so that price I, isn't bad uh, you got to remind me how much the 80s are. The 80s are 500. 700. Yeah, the 80s are 700. The 70 is 500. The 70 is 500. Oh, did I misalign my chart here? I might have misaligned Possibly. my chart. Maybe. Yeah, the, yeah the, 5, the 7, not, and 15. Right, yeah. So, I mean, I think, though, here's the thing. I think at 700, and I'm, you know, look, I'm not advocating anyone here go spend $700 on a brand new graphics No, uh, you should wait for a Black Friday deal. Yes, uh, absolutely you should, um, <laughs> where it'll be $50 less. Yeah. Well, whatever. $50, um, $50. That's your, yeah. hey, that's yeah. like a third yeah. of your rank. I think based on how the, how much better the performance is that from the twenties to these 30 series, these cards are going to be good for a long time based on like, you know, if you get the, the 80 series, you're going to have more video memory than the new consoles will. That's true. Right. Yeah. And so like, if you're looking at that parody, right. So like currently, right. The current consoles have eight gigabytes of video memory, which is also sometimes shared with Ram. And so there's like some weird stuff going on there, but like it's about, it's about eight gigabytes. So an eight gigabyte card is roughly equivalent to what they have on the current consoles. The new consoles, I believe also have about eight or nine. I, I don't remember exactly, but it's something in that range. Right. Right. So (laughs) you don't need a card that if you have 10, you're good, man. You're going to outpace whatever the console can do. Yeah. Right. Considering the current generation of cards can already, you know, generally outpace what the consoles can do. 
Mm -hmm. this next generation of cards that that aren't out yet right is likely to be able to do better than what the current consoles can do or the the new consoles can do or if not better at least it will be on par in which case all the games which are being developed because they also all come out on the consoles right they, they have to keep that in mind when they're building their game they can't just go so buck wild on on graphics that they destroy the computers if they then also have to run it on the console right right so, you know, if future-proofing yourself a little bit, if you're at least keeping up with two or a little bit ahead of the current consoles, whatever those are, right, they're changing this year, that puts you in a pretty good future-proof situation. Um, I, I think the thing that's just so shocking is that the numbers NVIDIA puts out, which, again, NVIDIA puts them out, so who knows, right? Like, no one actually has these cards yet. Right, you'll need a Tom's hardware to really run what's going on. Yeah, someone give these a digital foundry or whatever and, like, let them run real benchmarks. But, you know, assuming NVIDIA is not just lying or, you know, staging the test so bad that they just, you know, run up the score, you know, they're getting numbers like double what they were seeing on the 20 series cards, which is nuts, man. Double? That's huge. Double's insane. I... I wonder if we have finally graduated with this series jump of if we've graduated from cross-firing or SLIing cards to just, I know we've always kind of been opposed to it a little bit because it's not economical and there can be problems, but like, I don't think if I SLI'd my 1070 right now, there's any chance I'd be anywhere near this card. It's certainly not in any kind of normal application that would be able to take advantage of it, right? Like the SLI or Crossfire setup generally is an incremental improvement, not like a like a leaps and bounds kind of improvement, right? Like you don't get full use of that second GPU. You get like 50% or 25% or whatever just because of how the like bandwidth works and like what the actual bottlenecks in the system are, right? So I don't know. I'm blown it's away. A, yeah, it's crazy. Those the 2070s that, feel brand new. And and but think they're several years old, Andrew. <laughs> no, are they really? Old. Yeah, dude. Oh man. I mean, you think you think that feels outclassed? I'm still running a 970 in my box. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, I am, and it's it's been good for me. But I'm I'm eyeing that 3080. Do you want a 1070? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe two ten seventies. Not with these right around the corner. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. And even the prices that are out there now for the like twenty seventies and the twenty sixties. If you were going to grab one from retail, there's no reason. I mean, the maybe there's first, a reason because these the are going to be hard to get. First twenty series cards came out in twenty eighteen, September. Okay, so two years. Okay. There's a line of super versions of the cards which came out in 2019. I'm saying it's still cra- it's still yeah, crazy it's that crazy. you wait two years and it's double. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, prices men- on these, I'm guessing, in the like used or lightly loved market, are probably in free fall. So you know, if you can pick one up for like 200 bucks, I would consider that. You know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they, or if not yet, they certainly will be by Thursday. Yeah, when people start yeah. to get these in their hands. Uh, you mentioned, yep. JJ, we should talk some console stuff because there was 
It's been a week since, well, it's been two weeks since Michael was on, but it's been a week since Michael was on, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Nintendo and Microsoft have had some news develop on top of them based on some completely different types of announcements. Uh, since we're talking about Power of Cards, the new Xbox Series XS, Series S. There's a Series S and there's a Series X. Which one do you want to talk about? The X has been known. The S got leaked. And then was formally announced. And then after formally announced. <laughs> and then they just dropped all the information on the X, too. So it's kind of all out there. <laughs> um, I s- I'm not certain yeah. I see myself buying an Xbox, but holy cow, what a deal. So the stuff that has shown up on these, this uh, the Xbox Series S, which is not at all confusing... Uh, by the way, this thing looks like a little speaker or a subwoofer. I think it's kind of like a pretty cool design, not going to lie. Have you guys seen the picture of this thing? It's It looks like a speaker, but that little speaker grill is on top, right? Yeah, it's yeah, a vent. yeah, that's the top. Yeah, it's a vent. But I guess uh, you I can just turn it, it on was... its side and have the And then it looks like a, like speaker. a speaker. Yeah. No, I didn't even yeah. realize that. I was thinking about it. And I'm like, wait a minute. You I just, just saw it. There's no disk drive. The just turn it, it on and its I was side. Like, I was like, where's the console? You're showing me the stupid speakers. Where's the... <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oops. Uh, anyway, so this thing is uh, two ninety nine. Did I get that right? Ninety nine. And they're saying it targets fourteen forty p, which would be my monitor. Uh, that's a pretty good price, man. Three hundred bucks for sixty frames a second, fourteen forty. I'll believe it okay, when I see let's, it. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> slow our roll on this sixty frames per second. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it, but they say sixty. I'm sure there's a game that could run 60, just like the PlayStation 3 could output 1080p. (laughs) (laughs) If you know that joke and you're laughing, you know that's because never once did a game ever come out that did that. Yeah, they didn't Uh, even encode them in 1080. Yeah, it was all 1080i or 720p mostly. Right. So uh, on the PS3, I'm talking about specifically here. Um, You know, but even these consoles, right, the most current generation, the PS4 and the Xbox uh, Ones, or one X's even, and the the pros, the PS4 pros, uh, don't hit sixty. Like that's just not a thing. Like, th- yeah, you can optimize your game to make it do that. No one ever does that. The games go for thirty; <laughs> they get there great, and sometimes they don't even do that. So you know, I, I'm always skeptical about them saying, "Oh yeah, you're gonna get sixty frames per second." Well, these things are on NVMe's oh, now, yeah. so yeah. So like the you know. In terms of the stuff you're getting inside that console, it sounds pretty good, man. Like it's a I would be hard pressed to build a computer for three hundred dollars that would equal oh yeah, the you, stats. Yeah, you probably can't. I don't think you could. Not in terms of like it wouldn't be you wouldn't be able to get the same graphical fidelity you're gonna get out of those games. No way. For three hundred dollars. Probably not. The caveat being, of course You have an Xbox. Uh, <laughs> you have an Xbox, right? So, you know, you're in Microsoft's ecosystem. That's all well and good. Game Pass seems to be very popular, as I am by people on this pod. I am still enjoying my Game Pass subscription, even though I use it less than I did at the beginning. Although, big news this week, I have now installed the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics because it is now free on Game Pass. Excellent. I may never buy a third-party game again. They all end up on Game Pass. <laughs> I mean, 
It seems good. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it, uh, and then they said uh, after this, they're like, yeah, actually, you know what? Yeah, here's the price on the big Xbox, too. Uh, that's going to be 500 right? 499 It's close enough that you might consider it. Yeah. I, I am curious. Uh, so the, the thing that has come out later is that the if you want to do the backwards compatible Xbox stuff, so like playing 360 games or Xbox One games, the Series S is not going to be running the Xbox One X versions of those games. It's going to be running the Xbox One version. Uh, that's confusing, but like basically the <laughs> that's I'm lost completely. Right? The upgraded version, like so, a lot of those 360 games and the um, the current generation like backwards compatible stuff on the Xbox got graphical upgrades. Uh, like the the 360 emulator or whatever that runs on there. If you have the more expensive current Xbox, just runs those games better at higher frame rates, higher um, what's the word? Like you know, better assets, yeah, more higher resolutions and resolution, stuff. Resolution, right? yeah. And so, like those games just look better because if you render a game that was, you know, on the 360 in 720p, and you render it at, you know, 4K on the Xbox One X, <laughs> and downsample it to your TV or whatever, it looks amazing. <laughs> like it just looks better, <laughs> right? Um. So the catch is this Xbox Series S is not going to do that. You're going to be playing the old versions of those games. It won't have that upscaling stuff. Considering I don't have a 4K TV, not the worst thing in the world, probably. And I think that's the thing here, right? Like, the difference is, like, they're saying, like, hey, the Series S isn't going to output 4K. And, like, well, I'm like, I don't have a 4K TV. That's fine with me. Yeah. I I know some people have 4K TVs, right? Like, a lot of new TVs that are sold are 4K these days. But not all of them. Yeah, you'd be hard-pressed to avoid 4K if you were buying a TV. But I don't think a lot of people are buying TVs currently. You know, unless you just need to replace a broken TV or whatever, like the 1080p ones are pretty good. It's not like your cable company is sending you 4K sports, right? They're definitely not doing that. No. No, they're not. So they, I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting proposition, this little thing, man. I'm I'm very curious to see how it will go. In light of the fact that by the, probably by the time this podcast goes up, Sony will have done their unveiling. And it seems very likely that they're not going to have a $300 console. So... <laughs> I don't know why people are making that assumption. I just feel I hear that in punditry, but I have yet to see evidence that like. I, so they, I guess the only. Oh, sorry, because Michael. the. Oh yeah, go ahead, Michael. No, I was going to say it's a lot of it is based on what it would on people sort of speculating on the cost of individual components and saying without taking a big loss on every unit you sell, there's no way that you could build a box with the touted performance that it's supposed to have and still hit the price point. So we assume that the Xbox S then is losing money because they expect Game Pass subscriptions. Is that right? Well, I think the the thing is, is that Sony doesn't have a competition at that $300 point. They're competing with the Xbox Series X, the one that's $500. And maybe they sell the PS5 for $500. But people don't think the PS5 non-digital or whatever, where they remove the CD drive, is going to be $300. They think it's going to be $50 less because you don't have a CD, not because it's a down-powered thing that doesn't do 4K. I see. Okay. The $300 one, you you almost have to wonder if they're looking to try and upsell some of the Switch crowd. Right? Yeah, I mean... Right, because that feels more like the competition point for that, since Sony has just said, you know what, we're not even going to try. 
Yeah. That is a good point that it puts it right in range of the Switch people. Mm-hmm. It is, but, it's the same uh, price, right? Aren't Switches about 300 Do you think people will be upset about the Nintendo Direct enough to be switching to Xboxes? I don't. I, I don't think that there's... I, I feel like while the people who are upset about the Directs are vocal, they're still a minority of the the users and fans of the switch okay so I mean, what you'll be buying let's talk about this direct though i know i was just gonna say so you'll you won't be buying a series s you'll be buying a game and watch no who's gonna buy that no. game and watch <laughs> i don't know i don't know but why I bet... do they they st- okay this direct was fun i enjoyed i watched most of it um what are they doing with this game get out of here with this man show me the video games yeah, come on! I have to wonder. It's like a tiger handheld. Get out of here with that! I have to wonder if they're already sold out. I'm pretty sure they're already sold out. It's it's such a kitsch novelty that I'm sure that there are a lot of people who are like, "That would be fun to have one of those." It was one of those moments. I realized it was going to be sold out when it when they were like, "And it's also a clock." <laughs> and you're just like everything's a clock. I was gonna say is that it's is really that easy to, to put a clock in a anything. Point? Yeah, that's what they said at the end of the anyway. Okay, so Nintendo did a direct, basically fo- focused on Mario. Uh, let's see, they're going to be porting 3D World from the Wii U with extra DLC to the Switch. Finally, yes. Why so didn't they do this a hundred years ago? This game is so good. They, I feel like though they, but you've they already played to. There wasn't, there yeah. wasn't need with Odyssey. There wasn't need a need for another Mario title. They could sell a good Mario title anytime. This is a no. Good they absolutely Mario could, title. but they don't need to compete with themselves to do it. This is their Mario title for this year. Yeah, it's except it's coming out next well, year. So too. Oh, I mean, it. yeah, and they've already done. You know, they've had the new Paper Mario this year. Oh, that's the, that they Paper Mario, Mario Maker. This year. They had Got Mario it. Maker Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was early this year. Okay. So yeah, they don't need to. They don't need to compete with themselves. So why not wait until there's a lull in Mario games and be like, Hey, you guys remember this game that everyone thought was awesome? What if we brought it to you on Switch, but more? Also, what if none of you played it because no one owned a Wii U and now you can play this game that was really good? You know, I got a little annoyed immediately upon hearing it and then totally got over it after I thought about it more. Uh, I'm just... So much of their resources for new game development has to be buried under a pile of stuff that somebody dumped on their desk and said, port all of this! I don't no, think so. I feel like I feel like they would have had a separate team for that. Yeah. I think my question with this 3D world stuff is like first are they charging the DLC is included, right? It better yeah. be. No, it's part yes, of the package. It's all it's one package. Okay, good. Uh and secondly, are they going to do anything to that game because there was stuff there was touchscreen stuff in that Wii U version. I'm sure they What will. is it? I'm sure. What is their plan to get around that stuff? And in, in which, not, I don't think any of the touchscreen stuff was like essential from my memory, which, you know, a little cloudy, but, you know, like, which then makes this kind of a new game, depending on okay. what they do. That's fine. You know, I, you know I'm over the, the design, the, the worry that the new games were getting the shaft. As long as whatever Switch Plus or whatever comes next year 
as their half step between whatever's after the switch and now works with all this stuff because I'm gonna be PO'd if it doesn't. Right? If they spent yeah. if they spent most of the Switch's life just porting Wii U titles to it and then all these titles don't work on the next thing. Yeah, uh, I I like to think that they wouldn't make that mistake again. Yeah, no, I put nothing past Nintendo. They're absolutely going to do that whenever. I mean, the they did switch, they, the Switch they U the, or whatever. They put the Virtual Console into the Wii U, which was a little bit annoying, but. And look, none of that came. None of that stuff came forward. Wow. Hmm. I just I I don't trust Nintendo to do anything consumer friendly at all ever. Uh, based on, and in fact, the thing I'm most angry about with this entire direct is a another boneheaded non-consumer move that they haven't that they did that we haven't talked about yet. So let's so. see. They this applies to two games they announced: Super Mario 35, which looks like a Tetris 99, but Mario. It is in fact uh, very similar to that. You're playing Mario, and it has even the same Tetris 99 type thing at the top where you can select who you're attacking. Yep. And as you kill monsters and collect power-ups and break bricks or whatever, it drops them and inserts them into the next, that person's screen. And Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy are coming as Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Eh, I already own two of those games. I was going to say, like... On the original system. I I don't really see a need. Yeah. Did you look at the video of that and think the same thing when you saw Super Mario 64 and you were like... That looks the same as the Super Mario 64 well, so, copy I already have. The thing I the thing I was saying is like, oh, they didn't do the cool Super Mario 64 remaster they should have done. That sucks. And yep. then you look at it, it's like, oh, well, they must have done some work on Sunshine because that game was terrible. No, oh, that game still looks hmm. Mm-hmm. What about uh, what about Galaxy? Galaxy's a good game. All right, it looks like Galaxy is still good. Well, they must have included the the better version of Galaxy, which was Galaxy. T- Oh no! no. Hmm. A lot of a lot of good jokes about how that game is not canon anymore. Cool. Uh, by the way, if you want to get that uh, that those versions of that game, you have to do it uh, within the next six months. Otherwise, they magically disappear. Because why? Nintendo what? is now Disney. The Su- Nintendo Disney Vault. So that applies to Super Mario Thirty Five, also. An online only game, which is just we- disappears after six months. Well, I assume that means that Super Mario 35 is free, just like Tetris 99. But why put all the work into making it and then get rid of it? Unless it means you just can't download it anymore after that point until they sell it. My guess is none of these things are are permanent. They just mean that they're going to sell them a different way after that date. uh, They should be out there telling people that because the way they made it sound, it's like, poof, they're gone. The digital version of Super Mario 3D All-Stars stops being on sale in March of next year. What? Like, yeah. What? I mean, yeah. th- okay, so think about it this way. There are some people that don't want to pay $60 for Galaxy, Sunshine, and 64. But sure. they will pay $15 for 64. So what if we say that 3D All-Stars is no longer available after this date? And then you have to pay a higher sum to buy the games individually. Sure. Hmm. It's not a lie. That's just them saying it's not available in the current form. Then why didn't they just say 3D All-Stars won't be available after this, but you can buy them individually at a later date? 
And then no one freaks out about like them just deleting copies, which is kind of what it sounds like they're going to do. And they already talked about, oh, li- limited physical run, right? Okay. Companies do that all the time. Oh, not Nintendo problem, does it right? especially. Like, yeah, they don't even. This is them acknowledging something they generally do. They stop print right. on a lot of their games quickly. Totally. Totally. Not a problem with me, right? Like, okay, great. They're going to stop the run. Who cares? Whatever. It'll be still digital. Oh, wait. No, it won't. They're saying, they're basically, it sounds like they're saying you won't be able to download it, which is crazy. Like, the, it's going to disappear off the eShop. What? It's just, mm-hmm. it's data. You can't just, like, why? So I don't know, man. You are probably right that they're going to do some kind of like, aha, it's ten, you know, fifteen dollars each now. Surprise! Now you're paying seventy dollars instead of sixty or whatever, twenty dollars each or whatever, right? I don't know what they twenty five, whatever. I would but assume that's the just, case. What if instead of playing this version of Mario sixty four, you guys played the PC port, where the people have been working on it forever? Uh, mm-hmm. It was. It never came out on the PC. I know, I'm, I'm saying the Dolphin version of this or whatever, where people have been trying to up it and stuff. I'm talking about the native PC port that came out due to that giant leak. Oh. oh. People, I didn't I know there was a new one. I thought there was a port that people have been working on for a while, though. So the Dolphin versions, uh, or it's not Dolphin. What is the N64 emulator? I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, there's a emulated version of Mario 64 that's fine. You can play it. It's good. You know, you can up-res it because you can render at higher resolutions and all that stuff. Since the source code to Mario 64 leaked at some point in this one of these Nintendo giant leaks that happened, right? Right. People have ported the Nintendo, the Mario version of Super Mario 64 to Windows. You can just, you can compile it yourself. You can't include any of the assets that were, you know, on that uh, ROM, right? You'd have to have that for yourself somehow. Uh, And run it. And hey, you can play Super Mario 64 on your PC with your controller. (laughs) It works fine. And you know, that game's pretty good when you have like normal camera controls. Just saying. What if you want to run it at 4K? You can do that. I'm not sure. You can run it at like 4K. You can run it at 32 by 9 just to like have it stretch across two monitors because you are insane. Why not? <laughs> uh, there also are fan, fan-made fan textures and stuff that have people who have like redrawn the assets at higher resolutions. Uh, so you can have your super high-res one that... Look, it doesn't look good, but it looks better <laughs> than Mario 64 does. So, you know, yeah. I'm just saying it's out there. There were also shoes and an AR Mario Kart game that I don't think any of us are going to go spend $100 for little Mario Karts. Or I want to know how fast that Mario Kart goes in real life. Probably not fast. Uh, and then if you're an NES Online person or whatever uh, they call it nowadays, you can get 2D All-Stars in your SNES collection, which is cool. The yeah. objectively worst versions of all the games included in 2D All-Stars. Oh, God. Can you say <laughs> anything positive, man? Dude, they, why would you play the messed up physics in Mario 1 and Mario 3 in that version? It's so bad. I think that the other versions of those are also available on the collections. Yeah, so go to can, the NES. Go to the NES one and play it there. But you Don't can play get the, the SNES emulated one. Yeah, you can get the uh, couple SNES other games in that collection, I think, that are hard to find otherwise. Mario 2 is the weird one in that one, right? Like, it has the actual so. Mario 2? I think yeah. so, yeah. 
Uh, and then an offbeat announcement for Michael Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, buddy. Yeah, I know you were a fan of the original Hyrule Warriors. So fan is like a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those maybe, games maybe that my you... memory is just no. Hazy. I mean, I liked it. It's one of those games you pick up and you're like, "This is fun," and then you realize that it's still Dynasty Warriors, and you're kind of like bored by the fourth level. Because all those games are the same. You just run around and kill tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually giant sweeping attacks with your sword that knock 50 people down somehow becomes uncool. Uh, but this is also made by Koei Tecmo with apparently much more input from Nintendo so that they could create a prequel kind of to uh, Breath of the Wild, buddy. Yeah, it is set 100 years in the past. Speaking as the sure. as the resident only Breath of the Wild finisher or player here, are you excited for a prequel? I'm not sure that I am excited for this prequel. Owing to the Dynasty Warriors aspect, maybe? Yeah, I think I would have just liked another Hyrule game. Well, my and I, I realized that Wild 2... Right, I realized that Breath of the Wild 2 was coming, and they weren't going to make two of the same thing. Uh, but I think also Breath of the Wild 2 is not coming. Well, it's, it's, it's coming, coming this year. Someday. <laughs> uh, this feels more like a, a, I'll probably read the story after the game comes out kind of thing. Okay, fair point. It's cool It's cool they're making it. Like I saw you know, the, the trailer, I was like, all right. Yeah, I totally agree, and I think there are a lot of people who definitely enjoy this. Um, it's just not... It doesn't strike the right notes for me. Hyrule Warriors was well-liked when it came out, I thought. Was that mm-hmm. true? Hyrule Warriors is well-regarded well in so much as it freshened up a dying franchise in Dynasty Warriors. And it was pre-Cadence like Cadence of Hyrule... I think it was kind of their first step into letting their Zelda franchise out of their hands for a minute. And it didn't disappoint in a grand fashion like the Zelda TV show or something. You know what I mean? Uh, So in that aspect, I think it was a success. It's a bar of success, right? Like the bar could be set much higher, but they didn't, they didn't screw it up. It's just, the formula is the formula, even if you slap uh, Zelda on top of it. And there's a ton. Of, there's no story in there, really. It's just a huge anachronistic slew of people from all the games on top of each other in some sort of weird... And that's know, Dynasty Warriors, yeah, though. They're like, right. these take place in medieval China, LOL, people who were like 7,000 years apart. Hmm. Right. Same principle applies. Yeah. Makes sense to me. That's cool. Good for the people that want that. Yeah, I, I think it'll yeah, be. I, I think I, it'll be popular with the people who who like the first one. It will also be popular with people desperate for Breath of the Wild because it looks like Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it it will do. It will do for Breath of the Wild fans what. Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Um, Star Wars game did for Souls fans. 
Jedi Fallen Order? Fallen Order. Uh, I don't know. Souls fans I mean, are too picky to have played Fallen Order. I think <laughs> a lot of them played Fallen Order. <laughs> this particular one on this podcast. I was going to say, I know one and he didn't. <laughs> one day there, that discount will get stronger and I'll buy it. You feel the power of the discount. Even though I will understand nothing of any of the lore in that game, it just be confused the entire time. You know, they did a fine job. There's a ton, a ton, a ton. And we talked about this on Carbon Scoring 1, I think. There's a huge wealth of connections to the Clone Wars TV show that I did not understand when I played the game because I didn't watch the show until afterwards. But uh, I only got benefit from it. I didn't feel lost because I hadn't watched it. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, Speaking of games coming out, by the time this comes out, maybe, or at least before our next pod, it might be time to drop. What? We're playing Fortnite? Yeah. But like the original one called ODST. Halo 3 ODST. All right. I never played this game. I know nothing about it. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not exactly one who can help you there. I think Andy might be the only one of us who has played this one before. I have played it. It has been a while. Uh, I think I played it right when it came out, and that was about it. Um, I remember, however, the replayability might not be as high as a Reach, because Reach created modes like Firefight and a couple other things for replayability that ODST did not get. But if you want a Halo game where you're not doing the thing we always do with Halo, where we're talking over the cutscenes or desperately trying to explain it to people, even though there's no explanation (laughs) or just sort of shrugging our shoulders and not paying attention because Halo Mm. ODST is your game. You drop onto a planet, it has a self-contained story, self-contained levels, very easy to follow, worthwhile. September 22nd, so we got another week. Yeah, but yeah. Coming soon, man. That's very cool. And I believe that's the last thing to come to Master Chief Collection on PC. Um, right? Did we get it all? Oh, wait, no, Halo 4. Halo 4. Halo 4 comes to this one, too. Okay, we didn't get Halo 4 yet. That's Not the yet. last one. Yeah. Which is, yeah, and then I guess we're going to have to, you're going to have to get Game Pass or something to play 5 and 6. Yeah, man. Or Infinite. Well, there's 5 and 6 before you get to Infinite, right? Oh my god, too many haters. <laughs> <laughs> we won't know what happens or how it happened if we don't play them all. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um... Okay, it's a new... Michael's been gone, and we saved some news, and I think we saved the best for last year. Michael. You're maybe the Lego guy. We all love Legos here. I, in fact... Yeah. I have a box of Legos I just ordered. It's sitting here. And you know what's in there? I've already looked. A box marked the Razor Crest. 
Y'all got to explain this to me. I really <laughs> this so, apparently, some intern fell asleep on the job when they were supposed to sec- check whether or not Lego had secured the copyright to the name of the Razor Crest in all of their markets. What is because the Razor it- Crest? So the Razor Crest is the name of the Mandalorian ship. Okay, so is it from the Mandalorian TV show, or yes, from from the Mandalorian? Okay, Got his it. ship is called the Razor Crest. That was what the set was named. It was already all of the marketing was done. This was probably there was what a week to go, Andy, before the official launch of it. It was within days. I had yeah, I had. Already put in an order, it had technically been released, I think, or something, or it was within days of release. Yeah, and then news comes out that, oh, by the way, in Europe, someone else already bought the copyright to the Razor Crest, and not just someone else, but a company that makes their own Lego sets, which in and of itself is fine. I actually I looked them up; they make some pretty cool stuff, but. In this case, they bought the copyright so that they could make their own knockoff version of the Razor Crest. Mm. To which they do not have Lucasfilm rights. Right. So they don't have the... Uh, but, the, you know, uh, yeah, the, that the wacky European be. Union. I mean, it. look, this is Lego's fault, right? Like, they should... Oh, absolutely. They, they, they should, should have, have done this out. when they bought the rights everywhere else in the world, not 10 days before it releases. I'm very curious, though, where the cease and desist is from Lucasfilm on this one. From Disney? Yeah. You gotta think that it's it's already been issued, if not I mean, unless quickly forthcoming. The, unless the thing they're making, they don't attempt to tie to Star Wars at all, and they it's different enough that it doesn't look like the Mandalorian ship, right? You can just name a thing a Razor Crest. That's true. Yeah, you could uh, even name it the Razor Crest, just out of the blue, and also be a Lego maker. Yeah, it's like make it a spaceship, but you know something like a cylinder or something instead, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. I this is that's so bizarre. <laughs> this whole thing is so bizarre. It's insane. It really is. So then, like, is the okay? Again, I didn't read this this news story that close. So then, did they just like? pull the name off all the boxes or something but andy said his has it so it only affected the european market so yeah, the, it, the uh, it was okay. un- no one really knew what they were gonna do it was unclear because they had said this german company Mobrick, Mo brick mod bricks uh had won the copyright battle and that Lego had to rename the Lego set the Mandalorian Bounty Hunter Transport. And so I thought to myself, does that mean my order will be canceled and I will not be receiving my Mandalorian the Razor Crest? I will be receiving a box six months from now because they have to repackage all this stuff. But it appears that it's only a EU thing. EU being European Union. So then everyone who ordered it in the European Union is going to get their box six months from now with different name. Yeah. And apparently Lucasfilm is also vying to try and get the trademark. So. Okay. Wild. Absolutely insane considering how long ago the Mandalorian came out. 
season two comes out this year. Yeah. Like, it's been a long time, dude. Yeah. Nuts. That's not the only crazy Lego stuff that's going on. Let's see. Uh, uh, I have some personal Lego news. I was going to tell you, and this is a lead-in for your personal Lego news, that set you're about to talk about is sold out. It's a rad set. They, they are not talk- taking any more orders for it. Done. Let's, let's talk about the Lego NES. Yeah. I have built this set. Uh, this thing rules. You guys, it's really good. Are uh, you interested to know something very funny that you're going to hate me for telling you and also not care about? Okay. If you want to get the most out of your NES, uh-huh. you got to go buy. Oh, I already knew this. The Lego Super Mario yeah, starter this. set. Uh-huh. And you can set the guy on top of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you you can set the Mario on top of the TV, and he makes noises and lights up when you do as stuff the, with the NES. As you as you scroll the screen of the TV, and the Mario on that screen runs along, he does stuff. I knew that already. Oh, okay. I'm not doing that. I did not that know that. Looks like garbage. I thought it was really funny. That's that Super Mario set looks like garbage, and that Super Mario is terrible. So no, I do not want that at all. <laughs> it looks like Minecraft meets Mario. I don't know what it looks yeah. like. It, it looks bad. It's not what I want from Lego Mario. Yeah. Uh, but what I will tell you is uh, my set was missing a piece. No. Really? Yep. So what I was missing. I, yeah, I know, man. I never thought it would happen to me, but here I am, right? It is missing the most, one of the most hilarious pieces. It is missing a piece on the top of the TV, the literal last piece you put in. Are you kidding? Nope. The last piece is good. The one it's that's a, missing. It's a four by ten brown plate. Uh huh. That sits on the top. It's where you would sit Super Mario the thing on top of. Oh, uh, the plate that covers record. the hole where he would sit. Uh, it doesn't. I don't think it's even a hole. Oh, maybe you have to take the. You plate take off? the plate off for him to make all the noises and stuff. Uh, okay. Huh. Yeah. I so it, it would be uh, that plate is missing from my set. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> And I absolutely want that plate because otherwise there's a big hole in the top of the TV. And yeah. I don't want that there. Which I'm I not thought was stupid Mario. It was kind of the funniest part of that Mario sitting in there is that there's a giant gaping hole behind him when you set him in there. So anyway, Lego customer service said, you know, like, yeah, we're sorry. We'll mail it out to you. No big deal. Um, funny, though. But I, let's talk about the actual set itself. That thing is sweet, dude. The NES itself is um, close to the size of an NES. It's a little smaller. Okay, so it's about the size of a mini? I don't know what the size of a mini is. I don't know how big a mini is, so I, I can't answer that. Okay. Um, but the things they did, the act, so that it, you, create, uh, you create an NES, right? It has the fold-up lid. It has all the video outs and stuff on the back. There's the buttons on the front. Uh, you can plug the controller in. You can plug it in and out. Like, it's, it's, it's unpluggable. The action of putting the the cartridge, which you also build, into the set and pushing it down feels exactly like I remember an NES. That's it, I think that is my favorite detail about this. It makes the sound I remember, the little like thunk as you get it in there. It sticks the same way, and then you push it back down, and it pops back up, and you can slide the cartridge back out. 
Wow. It is like that action is so perfect to what I remember that I mean maybe it's did not they exactly use springs also remember, or did they use only there are no bricks. springs in there wow uh, wait no 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 that that must be a lie it must be there's a there are pieces that must have springs in there I don't remember where they are though they're deep inside um yeah I love that it, the back feel- of the TV has a a red and a yellow <laughs> yeah it's got the video out man yeah <laughs> and uh, the the TV is uh, the dial on the TV, like for the channel select, you can turn. It makes that click that your old TVs used to make as you turned the channel selector. <laughs> it, building the mechanism for that thing on the inside, I was like, what is this for? It's the <laughs> weirdest thing. It's in the middle of nowhere in this TV. There's this big thing over here to play the Mario. Like, what the hell is this thing? And you turn that knob and it's like, click. And you're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. Yeah, so cool, man. Um, and the big, you know, this big analog TV has a crank on the side, right? And you can crank it, and it literally scrolls by the first part of the screen from one one or something. I don't. Maybe it's not even a real level because Mario doesn't run through it the way I remember you run through one one. Uh, and it loops around at some point, right? Wow! So the whole there are little like Lego. There are little Lego, um, flat cap pieces for like. Uh, stars and like little triangle pieces for mushrooms and Goombas and coins and like it very cool man very cool and then there's a little like a uh, 8-bit Mario guy that kind of looks like he's half jumping half running that's it's, so awesome it's cool and there's a bunch of cool Easter eggs inside the set that I don't want to tell you about you'll you'll find it out when you build it because it's like stuff you wouldn't see from the outside um but yeah, yeah, super, super cool, man. It is just like they did a really good job with this thing. And it is like it's just cool to look at, man. I like looking at this. <laughs> um, and I haven't posted any pictures of it to our account or anything because I'm missing the stupid last piece. <laughs> so did you fill in your uh, your missing piece form? I did. Yep. I, like I did it that day. I just immediately went on there and was like, all right, what is this? Where do I go? You know, filled it out. And they're like, oh, we're so sorry this happened to you. You immediately get an email like a oh, seven to ten days. So yeah, they make it easy. Mm-hmm. They're like we'll contact you if we have any problems, but usually we don't need to. Okay. Very jealous. So. All it, right, Michael, bring it, it home. Is a cool set. Tell us about Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga Complete Edition DLC, etc. Yeah, how do you uh, how do you feel about a uh, Luke Skywalker drinking the blue milk minifigure? How do you feel about something else I discovered this weekend at Target? Which is yo, if you buy Lego sets that are new, you get codes to play things in that game. Like if you buy the Star Wars Advent Calendar from Lego, mm-hmm. you get a code to play Darth Vader in an ugly quis- Christmas sweater interesting because i know my wife was eyeing that advent calendar when we were at target you get a little code in there Hmm. in the galaxy's edge lego you get a little toy uh code so you can play as vi marati vi vi whatever from batu Mm -hmm. and a lot of other sets i guess are also getting these codes do you think these are one-time use codes or like some of the other Lego games have had things like enter a code and you can do this thing, but then people just post the codes on the internet and you can just look them up. 
That's a good question. That is a good I don't question. Know which way they would I'm go with sure that someone one. has the answer to that. If you do, podcast at wewergamers.com. Also, feel free to send a list of the codes. Yeah, I was just about because, like, I <laughs> greatly I, appreciated. I really do remember that from some of the old Lego games where it's like, okay, I can't find this one red brick. It's really annoying me. And you just look up a code and enter it, and then it gives it to you. So, I, however, I would not put it past them to do like DLC codes such that you can only redeem it once and then it's gone and you have to buy every set to get everything and you will be forever impossible to complete. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as to what I think of the, the game itself, I think that given what you get for the DLC, that it's worth the extra 10 bucks. Do you think so? So, so like, what is actually, so yeah, this is a game. This is a game. What is the, what do you get? Oh, the DLC, as, as I understand it, the DLC, I think, think might just be extra characters i don't know if it's full dlc i mean to me those lego games already have 700 characters most of the time yeah this why do i need five more ridiculous number i guess like it needs to be levels if you want me to care that's what i need to hear about yeah i may grab that advent calendar because I guess it also is a direct tie-in to the Lego Chris Lego Star Wars Holiday Special that's coming. Wait, oh, there's a new Holiday Special coming? There is on Disney Plus in November going to be a Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Are they redoing the original Holiday Special with Legos? Please say yes. I think this is where the Darth Vader in an ugly sweater comes from. Uh, <laughs> so probably not. Man, I wanted so bad to hear about Chewie's life day in Legos. Yeah, because this says it reunites Ray, Finn, Poe, Chewie, Rose, and the droids okay. for a joyous yeah, feast of life day. That's going to be something new. Okay. It's new. But I'm sure there's a bu- they make a bunch of jokes. About I am absolutely so certain they to. will make every joke they can possibly make about the original holiday special. Oh, yeah. Disney, put the holiday special out on DVD, you cowards. Do it. Blu-ray. I'm sure Lucas burned every copy of that thing before he sold them Lucasfilm. <laughs> Remaster it. <laughs> put it out. Dude, it- use that upscaling that the uh, Red Alert people used and go grab a YouTube copy. This can be done. That's all I'm saying. It could be done. It could be done. This is the way. All right. I think that's enough. We've covered too much. We'll have more for next time because JJ, I had an eighties flashback of my own and we need to talk about it. Okay, man. Michael, you missed that. JJ went and saw Bill and Ted. This is what I'm referencing. Ah, I gotcha. Yeah. His eighties flashback at the drive-in. So really like a double eighties flashback. Yeah, we'll do we'll do some more drive-in talk because I uh, we went and saw the new mutants this weekend. Ooh. All right, well there you go. Preview for next week. And as always, if you need to get a hold of us, where would you do that? Uh, you can email us at podcast at webergamers dot com. We're also on We Were Gamers on all your social media. We're on there at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the whole places. Uh, you follow us on your favorite podcast. Uh, uh, source you know spotify apple google all those good places and uh, subscribe to our youtube channel hey hey subscribe to the youtube it helps shut up just do it you fine you're right you're right there
Wow. A lot. I found a list of sets that have codes. That's a lot of sets. It's an easy yeah. it's an easy way to try and sell people. Well, I just I can't still find can't find the answer about whether or not. Well, they're never gonna tell you. You won't oh, know yeah, until no. it comes out. For sure. Guarantee they won't say. Yeah, but you'd think because... somebody would have grabbed a a box or two and compared them. Well, but how would you know? You don't know if it's a one use code or a repeatable code until you enter it, right? Oh, you mean okay, but you think that the codes will be different in each box? Maybe. But, but maybe yeah. it's like, oh, you just have to try these numbers and like flip the last 10 digits or whatever. And then eventually you get one that works. You also can't know until you have the game. Yeah. Next year. So. All right. I got to bounce boys. Yeah. Good stuff as always. Alrighty. Seven letter codes. I see seven letters is too short for a um, say, that feels DLC like code. Be easy to break. So they're not going to be unique. Maybe not. Anyway, all right. Later, guys. Later. Later. Trying to find the list. Okay. Advent calendar. Death Star Final Duel. ITS Transport. And possibly the Razor Crest? Check the Razor Crest, but I didn't see a code on there. Hmm. Hold up. Yeah, man. This 3080 sounds tempting. Oh, yeah, sure as shit. Oh, you got one? Hold on, I, I don't have my headphones on. Oh, yeah, sure sure enough. There's a code on there to unlock the Razor Crest. That's awesome. That uh I might have to well here, we'll do an experiment. Uh when uh when my copy of the game shows up, uh we'll try it out. <laughs> Did you pre order the game? Yeah, the deluxe edition. Laura really wanted the minifigure, and I was pretty sure that I was going to want the game. So, did you get the Steelbook one? Uh, you know, I don't remember the one with the uh, Hansel and Carbonite. I don't think so. Which uh, game system did you get it on? Uh, Switch. Switch. Skywalker Saga Deluxe Edition is the one you got? Yeah. Let's see, did I star my... No. Trying to find which versions of the game have the steelbook. Uh, Best Buy. That's why. Blech. Yep. Fucking Best Buy. Because I went through Amazon. Fucking Best Buy. Yeah. I'll probably get this. The question is what version yeah. I want. Switch or PS4? Well, they didn't announce the PC one yet. Oh, they don't have so. PS4. Oh, no, they do have PS4. They do, 4 and 5. So the question is PS4 or Switch. I wonder which one will run better. Ha <laughs> ha! Ooh. Oh, there's the pre-order bonus. Yeah. Carbonite, let me... It does look cool. I don't need it, but it looks funny. The fun, the bad thing about it is that it will be bumpy, and therefore it won't sit nicely with other stuff. Uh, well, maybe because it looks like the the edge around it is raised. So as long as that outer rim is higher than anything in the middle, then yeah. you're fine. Right, I would have I would have made it a little bit thicker so that I could sink the the center portion. 
I don't see steel books in any of these. Maybe they've sold out of their steel books. Mm, might have. I'm still never shopping at Best Buy, so it doesn't and matter. 285. What's the length on my current? Ooh, 280. So five millimeters difference. That's probably not a. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. That the cards are longer. Yeah, but only by a hair. They're about uh, the biggest one so is about depends, two inches. Sorry, it depends on which one you get. Yep, exactly. Yeah. The biggest one is about two inches longer. Which right. So I the... have room for because I moved my fans. Yeah, so the the thirty I could take eighty like four more inches. The thirty eighty is two hundred and eighty five millimeters, and the nine seventy that I have now is where is that? Is two hundred and eighty millimeters, so five millimeter difference. That's not that much. No, and it's I'm sure it's on the the non interface side of it. So it looks like it's compatible with everything I've got in my box. I would just need an extra power connection because it's two pin instead of one. What? The thirty eighty is dual PCIe Let me see power this pin. Galax. 3080. Here, I'll I'll just drop the link in the chat. Okay. I'll just pull up a a page, so. Just trying to see where the power goes in. Okay. That's two display ports, so we're good there. Where's the power? Uh, Oh, shit. It should be three display ports and two... uh, HDMI. This has two HDMI, two DisplayPort, but I'm looking at an aftermarket one. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I see this. Two power. Jesus. Yep. Yeah, the recommendation from uh, from NVIDIA is a 750 power supply. Whoa, 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 whoa. Which, whoa. Fortunately, fortunately, I already have because I stepped the size of mine up when we blew out the, the other one. So I have I have my PC part picker build oh, pulled up yeah. here, so it's easy to find the. Uh, mine has four, so and I don't think I'm using all of those no, for my, sure. I think my only problem is power. Uh, the amount of power. I think I have a 500 watt. Yeah, I have an RMX 500. Okay, so you would need a bigger. I don't want to step up to more power. So they do say that the the power requirements are based on running an i nine ten nine hundred k. Yeah, but so minimum you power right here on this is seven fifty or greater. Yeah, I would if I were you, I would drop it into I would drop everything you've got into PC Part Picker and see what it spits out because it does wattage for you. Yeah. Do they already have the wattage for these cards? They do. Okay, I'll do that in a little bit. So I, I just game. replaced I replaced the the graphics card in my saved build with this one just to see what it did and what did it spit out. Uh, hang on, let me see. Where do I have that? I want to say with everything that I've got, it said just over five hundred, like five thirty two. So yeah, I've been I've been thinking about upgrading the memory in my box for a while now. So might be a good time to do both. Yeah, rip it apart and do a whole upgrade suite day where you just like overdo it, you know? Yep. 
I don't know. This already has me at 445. Ooh. That's and you, you I, won a buffer. I have not added memory yet. Ooh. Or fans. Oh, uh, the fans will probably get you more than the memory will. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'll deal with this later. I'm going to, I'll text you what I get. Okay. Later, man. Have a good one.